for most people when they understand the law of attraction, but they don't fully apply it in their life. has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping into their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Law. In this video, Dan and Andres Pira talk about why the law of attraction doesn't work for most people. Mr. Pira went from being homeless on a beach in Thailand to becoming the CEO of Blue Horizon Developments. He is the winner of two property awards and one Best of the Best Developer Award. Listen to this episode now to discover why the law of attraction doesn't work for most people. Now it's interesting. This is something we have in common. We both have a common friend called Joe Vitale, right? Yes. Which is in the Secret. Yes. Now you've watched the Secret. First of all, when you watch it, what what is what you what did you think of it? First of all, I didn't believe it anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is the Secret? <laughs> yeah, what is it? And then when I found out and read it, I I was almost angry because I knew I, I knew they didn't work. So I started to to do all these things they tell you to do just to prove it wrong. Yes, yes. <laughs> Examples such as like your visualization, right? Affirmation and, and different things, right? Correct. Yes. You can just sit there and imagine things and that will happen. Yes. Of course, I didn't believe it. And that. I think that's a very interesting point because I think a lot of people, when they watch The Secret, right? Or they first learn about Law of Attraction. And at a time, Secret was so popular, right? Yeah. Like millions and millions and millions of people watched the, the movie and all read the book. And but I think most people they misunderstood that what it is about the the laws of success. Where yes, you you could you could attract the things that you want. I think both you and I we attract and we manifest what we want. But it's not like oh just sit there and and you know you you visualize and you chant and something comes on fall on your lap. It's not like that at all, right? Absolutely so not. What do you think is missing from for most people when they understand the law of attraction, but they don't fully. Apply in their life, like why is it why is it most people not being able to manifest what they want, even they understand the law of attraction. Well, first, two key ingredients. What I think, uh, well, don't think I have seen it with my, with my eyes and what people can do it. And first mm. of all, is they have limiting beliefs. Mm. They don't believe that they will get it. Mm. They don't have. They don't feel strong enough for it. And the other thing is action, which the secret unfortunately misses a lot. That mm. you can't just sit on a chair and mm. it's gonna. Happen to you? You need to take massive action mm. if you want a certain item. Go and look at it. I mean, go and go and talk to people that already has it. Or if you want a certain promotion, find someone that already doing it. Mm. I, I mean, you need to take massive action, and 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 that's where everything starts to fall to place. But action is the key to any to any success here. Yeah. Mm. And in in your whole journey while you're building your company, what are some of the the struggles you were experiencing? Maybe even some some big mistakes that you made that you wish you could avoid. 
Well, my first company I ever founded, it went bankrupt after oh, wow. after one and a half year, and I, I started to invest. It went good the first one and a half year, but then when I started to accumulate uh, income and funds, I started to invest them in the wrong things, mm. such and, such as wrong location on offices, mm. wrong wrong staff that couldn't do the job. Yeah. I was just picking someone because I needed someone quickly <laughs> and urgent. Yeah, and that which was, is a, the worst time to hire someone when you need someone quick, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we know <laughs> just that. take the first one. So, yeah, yeah. So um, that was one of my more biggest business failures, I guess. But mm. it also taught me to how not to do it. Mm-hmm. And now you have a staff of over 200. Yes, correct. 200 somewhat yeah. uh, people. For, so from there to now, what? How do you manage your organization? What's your like management philosophy? What's your mm-hmm. leadership style? I'm just curious. Well. I've been studying so many leaders through my through my career, mm. and what I understood that they, to be a great leader, there is two ways to lead. You can lead with fear, or you can lead with inspiration. Mm. A lot of it, we all think about that horrible boss we once had. We all had that kind of mm. manager, and especially in, in Asia, so, in Asia, even mm. in in Thailand, Malaysia, or, or China, it's always top to bottom. It's always like more like he or he he's the boss, right? And everybody, what's your style? Well, I see that in many organizations, and usually managers or bosses, they think that they're better and above anyone else. I mm. like to be among everyone, mm. but also lead with inspiration instead. And mm. if you lead with inspiration, people intend to stay with you for a very long time. Mm. But if you lead with fear, sooner or later, they cannot handle it anymore, and then you lose great pe- people, you lose great managers within your organization. And I wouldn't say the companies is all behind me now. I mean, I have fantastic managers and executives that are leading the departments they have to do, and without them, we wouldn't be have the success we have today. So it's very important to to coach and make these managers into great people that leads with inspiration as well. Mm. And with your company, do you structure where? How do you structure? Do you have an executive team where then different project you have one lead that's managing, say this uh, property? Like how do you do that? Well, everything is broke up into departments. So I have sales department, marketing departments, okay. HR departments, finance, accounting, mm. and uh, all these departments to break into into different departments that are led by a certain executive or a manager Got that it. is okay. controlling it, okay. right? Okay. And then it's all connected up. So yeah. Okay. Okay. And and then from from there you say to so lead with inspiration. Uh, how do you, example? How do you empower your team to be able to to grow and also empower them with like responsibility, right? When they arrive, because we're talking about any time doing a big development like this, mm-hmm. there's a lot of capital involved. Sure, there's a lot of risk involved too, right? Where and and there's no way because you're a serial entrepreneur, you're you're managing so many things, right? You can't be like micromanaging and then being trying to like get your hands in everything. So how do you? What do you do? Well, it's the same thing. You need to have good trust in the people that are work under you. So mm. they need to do the duties and tasks that you tell them to do. And but you need to have clear system on how how they could do it. And of course, whenever I hire someone, mm. I also uh, make I also show them as a good leader how to do it. And I just not tell people what to do because mm. if you do it uh, as a good leader and, and show them the way first and how you ex- execute up. A perfect duty or job, they intend to like you a lot more and get more trust and respect for you, right? I was, I think, I, th- mm. I saw one of your quotes on, on social media. Talk about spend more time with your people, of course, as a leader, right? Yes. Like, are you talking about like coaching them and mentoring we, them? All this is 
important than if we even go on holidays together. We've been mm. to at different countries together with yes. the staff and managers. Yes. We we jump out of planes together. I mean, skydiving yes. together. So I'm just, uh, just trying to convince me to jump off a plane with him. <laughs> like I'm like, let me think about that. <laughs> well, I'm still here, yes, so it, yeah. it should be okay. Yeah. But I know. It, well, I've done bungee jumping, yeah. but not like uh, uh, like from from a plane. It's but a bit some, higher. It, it's some, it's, some, it's something I want on my bucket list, though. Well, I do it because you kill fears. And why, why do we do it? It's a psychological aspect where you, you, you jump out of, I mean, can you ever think about something more scary to do in your life? Yes. Probably not. So yes. if you can do that, nothing else going to scare you. And usually scary fear is something that stops you from achieving certain things. So it keeps you back. So That's why right. not just attack it and get That's it done? That's right. That's yeah. right. That's it for today's episode of The Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlokshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlockshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.